This call is being recorded. All right. All right. Thank you for um, coming today. Appreciate it. I haven't done this uh, training course in a while, but I think it's appropriate, right? We're going into um, December where you're going to start getting some opportunities to sign up some listings and at least start going on listing presentations. Um, you should be in full out uh, mode of staying in touch with your clients right now between now and uh, December 20th, that no-fly zone starts December 21st, that Saturday before Christmas um, for a couple of weeks. So if, um, just as a reminder, you should be in, uh, make sure that you're in front of all of your clients right now, okay, just to touch base, wish them happy Thanksgiving next week, et cetera. So, but today we're going to talk about what happens when you get that phone call um, or the email that says, hey, I got your name from so-and-so, could you come over and take a look at our house? Or, hey, Jim, um, Joni and I are wanting to move up where the three bedrooms is not big enough. We need the fourth in a basement. Um, we're moving to the suburbs, whatever it might be. You're going to get that call, and that's where we're going to start today, okay, is how to handle the whole listing presentation and, and the mindset that you want to have. I will tell you that... Um, our influence uh, or my influence on how I teach this class comes from um, in great part from uh, Thomas Wright, who uh, owns uh, Summit Sotheby's in, in Tahoe in that area, uh, Park City. Um, and he's just a really terrific uh, trainer on this exact topic and how to do pricing. Um, so I'll be posting some of his content again on the uh, from the desk of Jim Miller Facebook page, but um, I want to give him full credit for how I teach this class. It is not original content, but I will kind of basically teach it in my own in my own fashion and add a few things here and there. So basically, what what he will uh, present or what he says is that when you when you get that call, you can't think of the listing presentation starting when you knock on the front door and you know, have the meeting. The presentation has to start at the time you get that phone call and you, or that email and you set up the appointment. Okay. So if you get that phone call, set up the, when you start setting up the appointment, you want to always number one, follow up with an email that states how the presentation is going to go. Okay. And you're going to confirm the date and time that you're going to meet. And you're going to say, I hope to keep it at about an hour, and we're going to talk uh, about the following things. We're going to, I'm going to tour your home for about 20 minutes. We're going to talk about marketing for about 20 minutes, and then um, I'll give you some initial thoughts on pricing. And what that does is it sets the expectation that you're going to be there an hour, okay? Um, if it goes longer than that, you, you know, it's, it's normally because they have a lot of questions. But when somebody, when you're inviting someone over, okay, to your home, you want to, I think it's, it's, it's fair and it's appropriate and professional to let them know that it's going to take about an hour, okay? Nothing less really, hopefully nothing more unless it's something that they are, they are requesting, okay? So send that email and, and confirm. Um, between the time that you schedule that appointment and the time that you arrive, I would 
ping them with as much content as you possibly can as it relates to the brand and your marketing. Okay. So let's just say you've got a you've got a um, presentation set up for two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Okay. I would have something dropped in their calendar at 8 a.m. on that Saturday, 6 p.m. on the Friday before. Okay, 10 a.m. on that Friday. So that 36, 24 to 48 hours beforehand, take some of these Resora emails that you created, your Insight newsletter. Okay, there's all kinds of content, all kinds of templates that we have on the brand that you can forward onto them. Here's the point: you want to educate them as much as you can on you and the brand before you show up. Everybody else is going to show up at the door and they're going to try to what? Fit a, a, a ton of convert, a ton of material into one hour. And guess what? They're going to be overwhelmed and they're not going to hear a thing. But a lot of people like to learn and like to review stuff in, um, in advance. Okay. You do this for everybody. You're going to have those people that call you that are your friends and you know that you're, you basically have the listening, right? You have to do the same thing for them, too, because what are you trying to do? You want to educate them on what you can do for them. So what's our whole point in how do we build our business? Through introductions and referrals, right? So you want to make sure that when they walk away, they're like, wow, I knew Caroline was awesome, but I had no idea she did all of this. This brand is amazing. What she's doing for her clients, I'm so glad that I got to know that side of her. Once they see that, then guess what? They can talk away. But if you just show up with a listing agreement at the door and go over some pricing, you're missing a real opportunity to educate one more person on what it is that you can do for them, right? So don't, don't be lazy when it comes to that, okay? When it comes to those, that person that you know that they're gonna be you know, um, interviewing a lot of different people, right? You're going to probably have your A game going anyway. That person that you know you've got a really good shot of getting the deal, bring your A game to that one as well, okay? All right, so in advance of the meeting, you're going to ping them with uh, some information on you, information on your website, information on, you know, the brand, information, anything that you can, and don't do it all in one email. Do it every, you know, ping it out like 40, you know, over a 48-hour period of time in increments of three or four different emails. So they can get it in bite size, read it, boom, and go, all right? Your marketing coordinators will be able to point you in the right direction. We're going to talk about the, the three um, the three reasons why you should work for us out of the 10. I'm going to go through that in the listening presentation here in a minute. But be prepared. Be prepared. In your preparation mode, as we get into pricing, obviously, this is where most agents put a lot of time is they, they, they try to, you know, they make sure that they, they look at the comps and everything. That's where traditionally most agents put most of their time. But you want to put it into the marketing and stuff in advance and let them know. Okay? So, as the uh, meeting approaches, um, one little tip that I want to give you that I have found to be very, very helpful when I was selling, especially as I became more aware about the psychology of how people think 
um, and the whole idea of energy and the whole idea of being on someone's wavelength is if you've got a two o'clock appointment, show up 15 to minutes to 30 minutes early, park the car, and start getting into your pregame mode, right? I normally gave myself at least 15 minutes. What I wanted to do is put myself in the mentality of that situation. Every client, as you know, is completely different. All right. So imagine the husband and wife that are in a two bedroom, two bath. They've got a two year old and a baby on the way. Right. I'm just using this as an example. They're stressed out because they know they don't really want to move. Maybe it's not an easy time for them to move, but they know they have to because they just are flat going to be out of out of space. And they've got the pressure of not only are they going to have to list, what are they going to have to do? Buy. What is buy? You know, so on top of it, right? They're going to have to buy. So they're they're like, man, where where do I where do I want to be? Right? What location? So they got the whole, the whole, the whole pressure of where are we moving? We got to sell this. Do we can we can can we carry both? They're stressed out, right? What are they looking for you to be? Huh? Right? When you walk in that front door and when you knock on that door at two o'clock on the nose, right? You want to walk in with a calm demeanor because that's what they need from you. Your energy is after doing some, you know, kind of getting on their wavelength, putting yourself in their shoes, understanding where they're coming from, understanding what the stresses are, understanding that probably one of the two don't want to make the move and the other one talks that other person into making the move, right? The other one just threw their hands up and said, okay, I'm done, Let's whatever. They're not really wanting to take the meeting. And you walk in and your first thing is, number one, your phone has to be off. Okay? You can leave it in the car. It's hard, I know. But even if it's buzzing or it's vibrating while you're trying to talk to them, it's a distraction. You want to make sure when you're in a listening presentation, they think, the only person that you're worried about in that moment is them. Okay? Sure way to lose a listing is to be on your phone or, you know, um, and we've heard the, the stories about those agents that do that, right? Um, but be very, very in tune with your clients. So when you get there and you knock on the door, you're on the, you're in the right frame of mind. And... Um, when you walk in, be very careful about what you say about their property, okay? Last thing you wanna do is say, oh my God, this is so amazing, I love it, and it's not. Because you're just trying to be nice, right? Keep your opinions to yourself in the beginning, right? You're gonna walk in and, and you're gonna reference, what's nice about that pre-email is you've referenced the fact that you're gonna spend the first 20 minutes you know, touring the property. You're going to have your little notepad um, and you're going to, as you tour the property, they're going to be very proud of some things, but they're going to, they're, you, you've walked into some homes or condos that are ready to go. Literally, they have watched every HGTV 
you know, they've been decluttering, they're ready, right? They've been planning this. Others, not so much. We've heard the horror stories, right? Where you're doing dishes between, before showings. Okay, so you gotta, you gotta be setting expectations with your client, you know, clients um, right up front. But anyway, as you're walking and touring the property, you wanna start some lists, okay? You wanna start a list of the, ab the, a list of the things that absolutely have to be done prior to going live, right? Like we're not gonna list this until the following 10 things are done, right? Maybe that list is very small, maybe it's lengthy. Then you got another list, which is the, the things that would be nice to have, would probably increase their value of the property, but not like 100% have to do, right? And then you got your list of, hey, these are just the cherry on top, right? Like this would be amazing if you completely moved out and restaged. And you know, when I sold my house in 2014, I moved the entire family out, took all of our stuff out, right? everything staged the whole house sold it in like two weeks why because i knew that i i went i went scorched earth right like i'm like there's gonna i'm not gonna leave anything unturned house was in better shape than when i'm when i uh moved in six years earlier seven years earlier that would be a you wouldn't expect most of your clients to do that but i knew that i wanted to get this house sold and i wanted it done quick so there's those kind of options that you can you can give them, right? So you've toured the home, you've gone through. Now, one thing I will tell you is, would you say in a lot of lot of these homes, some of the things you will see consistently from house to house to house or condo to condo to condo, right? Keep a running list so as you're going through it, you can almost just kind of check the boxes. So build up kind of a a uh, um, pre-onboard of things that a lot of your clients need to do, right? So then you've sat down and you've, you've gone through that. Um, what you're going to tell them is just say, you know, after our appointment, I'm going to go back and I'm going to put together this list. And once we start to um, firm up whether or not you think I'm a, a good fit or not, um, and we can get a listing presentation together. I will, or a listing agreement together. I can go there through this with you and in and, and, and more detail what we need to do. Um, but what will happen there is if you, some people get hired because they created a list, right? Like you're the one person that has the list of everything they need. That might be a reason they hire you. But if you give it to them right away, they're gonna have the list. And if they don't hire you, guess what? They're gonna use that for somebody else. Okay, so keep that keep that list that you created kind of in your back pocket, um, and don't don't use it too quickly. That could be something that you can present to them once you know you've made the cut or you're in the last one or two. Make sense? Okay, what are we going to do in the second 20 minutes? Marketing. Okay, and this is where we want to talk a lot about your personal approach. And then the brand's approach. Now, what, uh, since you've already sent them a lot of information on you, right, and you've sent them information on the brand, there's not as much to go over with them at the actual presentation, okay? 
you can maybe point out, hey, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I just want to make sure that you you saw in the stuff that I, you know, and I would say too, you see this little block, this blue box? These are very nice to drop off, you know, along with those emails. Drop these off in advance, okay? Your marketing coordinator can put them together for you, give you an idea of what the price is on these. I think they're about 50 bucks each, okay? Fully stacked. You can also tell your marketing coordinator or pod to put in some of your marketing. Okay. Which would be sample brochures, brag book, got Mark Dollard's brag book here as an example. We have templated one of these that you just, and your marketing coordinator can help you create these, okay? Just they'll give you a, a summary of what you need to fill out and they'll start working on putting your own brag book together. We also have the smaller versions, which I think are really kind of nice too, if you haven't, especially if you haven't been in the business for a while. This is actually for a property, but we do the same size for agents with testimonials and um, some information about you, you know, the bio on the back, et cetera. But not only are these a little bit cheaper, they're easier to put together, but these are really nice to have sitting out at an open house, right? On the countertop with all of your brochures, et cetera. So they're gonna, they're gonna get all of that. If you're advanced and you've got a website in the email that you've sent to the, to the seller um, in advance, it'll, they'll be able to peruse your website, et cetera. Um, Many sellers are looking at your social profiles, right? Um, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. They're going to be searching your online digital footprint way more than when I was selling six years ago, okay? So if you have some decluttering that you're doing this fall, okay, that's one of the things that's necessary that you do is go back through all of your social channels, especially Instagram, Facebook, Realtor.com, Zillow, et cetera, all those, make sure they're tightened up and in, you know, in good condition, okay? Because they will look at that stuff as much as they'll look at anything else. Um, but the blue box is a nice thing to drop off. Your marketing coordinator pod can put that together for you, okay? You're going to sit down and you're just going to briefly go through um, a few main things because we've got 20 minutes, right? And we've got the listing presentation. And I always would sit down and I would say, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, um, I know I dropped a lot of these things off for you and hopefully you had a chance to review them and happy to answer any questions that you might have. to talk a little bit about how I operate, how my, um, me and my partner operate or the team operates, et cetera. But, but I just want to tell you why I just, I love hanging my license with Jamison Sotheby's International Realty. There's three main reasons. Um, out of these 10 that I, that I think are um, reasons why a seller is going to benefit from being with our brand, okay? And if you look at number five, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, that's Sotheby'sRealty.com, okay? It is the number one luxury website in the world, okay, with 34.3 million unique visitors per year. Okay, um, by and far the largest, yeah, 34.3, okay. 
and our competition in town don't even come close to their own proprietary website and the traffic that they get. Why is it that we get that many uh, visitors to the website? Well, because all of our print and digital strategy is wrapped into driving people to the website. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I, I pay 6% of my commission to Sotheby's International Realty so I can drive, um, help drive traffic to your, to your listing. So I've had people actually take the calculation based on what they think the price of that home would be. So that means I'm gonna put $1,500 into the marketing of this property just because I'm with this brand, okay? That's important to me, and why? Because the people that are really viewing um, online, the, the biggest players in, in all of online traffic right now being our partners are Apple, heard of them, right? Google, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, The Times, Financial Times, Mansion Global, PropGoLuxury.com, El Decor, Dwell, Architectural Digest, I mean, these are the who's who of, of websites that people go to. And guess what? We have a prominent placement on all those websites. Why does these high-end brands want to work with uh, Sotheby's International Realty? Number one, we got the best listings. We got the best photography. And we got the best ability to execute. Um, those facilitate getting those listings to our sites. They come to us. These companies come, and this I'm just almost selling you now, but you may not tell them that. But what I'm saying is that that is why um, I love this brand so much is because we get the best eyeballs on our listings because of those partnerships. Okay, so that's Sotheby'sRealty.com. That's number one, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. Number six on this list is We Own Print. And in here is the full marketing, um, the media calendar, the media strategy that we have, okay, from a print standpoint. Now, you think in the world of technology, in the world of digital marketing, let me tell you, people still are picking up magazines. This Little publication, Imagine, has changed our company since we first dropped it in January of 2016, four years ago. Um, we were sitting upstairs when we designed this. Chris and I, what we wanted was we wanted something that somebody could pull out of the magazine and put in their bag if they're traveling here in Chicago. And that's exactly what happened. Not only did travelers and people within the the city grab these and, and put them to the side. But our competition, I can tell you for a fact, would tear them out of the CS magazines before they let them in the before they let them in the building. Okay? That's how powerful this imagine. And it gets sent out when we when we publicize this, it gets sent out to a hundred thousand, about a hundred thousand copies of these get sent out Per publication, whether it be Chicago Magazine, CS, et cetera. And what's, what's great is it has had really great shelf life for us. You see these um, laying around. Um, 
but this brand has really been enhanced by print. So it, it was a winner for us four years ago when we launched it, and it's a winner for us now. Not only that, but um, the big publications like the Wall Street Journal and the, the New York Times, et cetera, has big publications that when people see that, they're, they're getting driven to the, to the website, okay? So we own print. Last and last but not least, I believe it's number seven, seven listing syndication. Um, we syndicate all of our own listings, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. Um, our competition sends their, they syndicate via the MLS. And the MLS has so much content and so much data that they got to compress the data to push it out to all the major websites. We don't have to do that. We use a system called Dash, and that syndicates for us to Zillow, Redfin. Um, uh, all of our all of our big media partners, et cetera, um, and it syndicates uh, to all the major search engines. What is why is that good for us? Because it it it, it captures the quality of the photography, right? And we have um, we have major quality you know quality assurance systems in place to make sure that we have just the best photography in place on our listings. And when we syndicate that, it goes out in true, um, the highest quality format, okay? So that's something that our, that is something that our competition can't do. And that is why a lot of these big media partners love our, our listings. Not only do we have the best listings, but we have the ability to give them the photos in the best possible format available. So that's the three things. Sotheby'sRealty.com, listing syndication, and we own print. Before I move on, any, any questions on that part, on the marketing? Remember, you guys will have already given them a lot of this content about the brand and about you. So you can kind of, at that point, move on to what most sellers want to talk about, which is pricing. All right, if I had a dollar for every time I hear this question, the following question, Jim, I saw that I came in, I came at a price that I knew it was going to sell, but somebody else came in and did what? They priced it higher. And who got the listing? The person they priced it higher. Anybody ever have that happen to them? Okay. I have a way to help you combat that. All right. And I want to thank Thomas Wright for this. I just heard him speak about this in, uh, um, when we were at Level Up in Manhattan Beach, California. So the whole idea is when you are pricing a property and you're sitting down and you, you've got the best comps, right? Seller's going to want to hear the highest number they possibly can hear, right? We all do. We all, sellers think that their property is the best property on the market, even if it's really super unique. Um, they're going to sell you on why the world should buy this immediately. And in some cases, you know that that property is going to be way overpriced. Okay. Um, and you got to be careful. Like I, I've told you guys that, you know, the worst thing that you can do is take a super overpriced listing. Um, it's better to have no listings than a bunch of overpriced listings because not only are you not making any money, you're having to deal with the client on a daily basis. So be very careful on your pricing. But what I would say is that there's going to be a range in pricing and it's 10%. Okay. A 10% range. So on a million dollar property, what's that range? 
thank you. Yeah, or really 900 to a million, right? With that 10% range. You know that the high end, if there's comps in there at 935, 950, et cetera, your range is probably going to be somewhere between what? 900 and a million? Now, what you tell the sellers, you say, you know, listen, I know, um, you know, they're going to have they're going to have their opinion on price but what you want to make sure is that as you couch what you think is going to be the price that sells it within 2 weeks right you got to let them know this is your this is your price in and out the door you're closed in 45 days right i'm going to have you multiple offers and would you agree even in a slower 2019 if something looked good and it was priced right did you get multiple offers in some cases absolutely it was all, it's right now in this market, it's all about price. So Mr. and Mrs. Seller, here's your move the property quickly at a, at a market rate price. Boom, 10% and then your range is this. Because what you want to do is they're not going to tell you necessarily where, where they are on that scale. You got to move the property quick to test the market. What's nice about this approach is you let them choose the price. It's their property within that range, okay? If they wanna push it outside of that range, you have the ability to say, you know what, it's probably um, not a good fit for me right now based on what I've got going on in my, in my inventory. And that's painful for some of us to say no to a listing though, right? But by giving a range, you can then, you can then set the expectation once you get that listing and it's maybe a little higher than you want to go, you can say, remember when I talked about that range at our listing presentation, that it was going to sell at X compared to where we're listed now. You've set the expectations up front and it makes it easier to get those price drops during the listing if that's what you need. And if that's what you're trying to do to at least, you know, gain a few more listings up front, set those expectations at the beginning that this is where I think it's going to sell and sell quickly. And what happens in a lot of cases, you are going to, you're going to be right. But there are a few cases where a listing comes out and you, you have that buyer that's been looking for, you know, six months. And this is exactly the location they want, exactly, you know, where they want to be. And they're sick of looking and they're going to pay maybe something more than what you thought. Has that ever happened to you guys? Of course, right? So you've given them the ability to be in that range, being someone who comes off as a little bit more cooperative, but then at the same time, you've set the expectation. So I think that's approach. I, that's one that I thought, you know, that gives you the ability to capture a few more listings. And then if, if it's outside that 10%, then you got to think really hard about whether or not you even want to take it. I also suggest that once you take a listing uh, listing agreement, put in some you know um, predetermined price drops if you can. Okay. All right. So the hour is up. You've done your 202020. They're going to probably have some questions, right? And uh, you're going to wrap up that meeting, and you're going to set an immediate follow up conversation with that seller is it possible they'll hire you on the spot of course right so you want to make sure you've got what available 
listing agreements and all of that available to them. Okay, so they can they can sign it. If they're not ready to sign at that moment, set up a, a follow-up meeting on the spot to make sure that you are you are uh, have at least a shot to 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 move from there. And then once you leave, send them some more information, follow-up email, put the note in the mail right away, have it written so the minute uh, you get done with that meeting, it goes in the mail and you can. So just those little things before and after proves to you and proves to them that you're a professional, okay? And it starts all the way from when? When we got the call, right? And then 48 hours beforehand, you're pinging them with content. You're showing up in the right what? Mindset. You're fully focused on them. You do 20, 20, 20, right? You follow up. And then you try to get the listing. That is a, a nice approach. And I think if you take it and you improve on it, that's going to get you a lot. That's going to help you win a lot of listings. Now, remember that um, in today's digital world, you're always creating a listing presentation all the time. Okay. Um, when I was selling, Instagram wasn't even around, right? I wish it would have been because I would have loved to have been able to show my, you know, my evidence of success through that medium. Um, so if I was to tell you to do a couple things here coming out of this class to prepare yourself to be successful in this marketplace, I would make sure that you got a consistent effort on Instagram and Facebook. You've got it yourself a brag book. You've practiced this listing presentation. You have a pre-written letter in advance so you can just change it up and send it out to the sellers. You've got a checklist of everything that you need to do so when that phone call happens, you are what? You're ready. You know how long it, take, it will take you to get ready for that call? Less than an hour. Put all this together. Sellers today, buyers today are pretty smart. They're pretty all over it. They, they, they can, they're picking up on different things. You know, the beautiful thing about having the brand that you work with, you're, you have the pole position going in. Okay. You really do. Nobody's ever going to question you whether or not Sotheby's international realty agent can market a property. It's just not going to happen. Okay. But you got to be on your game. If you don't look like you care and that you want to be there and you're not focused on them, they're going to pick up on that energy, right? If you don't look prepared to talk to them and be able to answer their questions, probably not going to be good. But it's a pretty simple process, okay? Any questions? Was this helpful? What did you find most helpful out of it? Johnny Milliken, you're shaking your head a lot today.
So there's three different ways, and I always say going to sell or you're going to set the price, but the buyers will determine the value. Right. And where those two meet, that's the difference between their value. Yeah. So, you know, our role has changed from it's not the Sunday newspaper and we're moving out. It's marketing, right? Which my weakness has always been really selling the brand, you know, being this long enough all over the world. Yeah. People know me, like I said, your friend calls and they're like, hey, you know, let's sell a house. Here it is. Yeah. They know me for 20 years. So what you're telling me, Johnny, is that what you took out of this today is you got to up your game on the marketing side. Treat, ev treat everybody the same, whether they're your friend or they're going to, you know, they're going to hire you or not. Train them so that if they get asked at the water cooler at work, right, they're like, use John Milken. And sometimes with emails. That you never know, right? Same thing as some people with price, they want it sold and done, right? Like they've been through the house selling process before and they don't want to deal with the six month version. They want the two week version and they know that, that yeah, they, yeah. So you gotta, you gotta figure it out, but uh, you know, you gotta understand where that pricing range is. Um, so walking out of here today, you know what you you know what you need to work on, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So get yourself a brag book. Yeah. Ron Fish, what'd you take out of today? It is cute. Did I just say cute? I did. What did you take out? What did you take out of today, Fish? Um, I think that my stuff would be um, marketing stuff. I don't really know. I think I just kind of like surprise myself. I'm trying to like right now. I'm trying to go through and get three of them out of the pack that the group chose. All right. So take a little bit of time. I mean, it doesn't. I think in kind of now that we're we're moving into the. Uh, off season a little bit we've got the in between holidays you're not going to be putting a lot of listings on you're going to be you're going to start pitching though right people are going to come back and they're going to be they're going to start thinking about you know putting that house on the market um you have one of the biggest gifts available with this brand we all need to we all need to to learn it right um so I will, uh, if you visit the from the desk from Jim uh, from the desk of Jim Miller Facebook page, and I'm gonna put a lot of brand stuff on there. Thomas Wright's videos and stuff like that over the next two or three, um, well over the next week. Watch them all. His words, my words, right? The brand's words. Let those become yours. Listen to them over and over and over again. All you need, really, you're not coming up with that much content pricing. A lot of you kind of get and you understand. I think that range is going to help you um, get more listings when you can take the sell it in over a weekend up to the six month version. Obviously, we don't want that six month version, but if it catches you a few more listings that you can that you can work um, a little bit longer, um, great. But if there's a weakness in in your in your game, go out and find it. Right. Go out and find your weakness and go out and teach yourself. The content is there. We're going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there for you. You just got to 
Yeah. You're giving me some good softballs here today to hit. Yeah, the turning the one into three, right? Um, part of that is impressing, you know, your closest clients and friends and family members that just call you up and say, come list our house. Let them talk about you, about what it is, you know, that you're able to offer. Plus, um, the more you give the presentation, the better you are what? Better you're going to be at it. 70% of the time, you know, for an agent who's been at this for a while, 70% of the time you're going to be dealing with people that you know. They're going to hire you. 30% of the time you're going to go out and have to compete. And so when you're giving that presentation to the 70% over and over and over again, you'll be better and more prepared for the 30. Okay? And every new client that you get, you're getting into a new sphere of 220 people on average. So take some time and just get good at this. Practice it over and over. You know, do some role playing with your fellow your fellow agents. Be prepared. Has anybody ever called you and said, "Can you come over tomorrow at two? And it's Friday at four when they call you, and your marketing coordinator is you know going to be leaving in an hour, right? Why would you not have two or three of these at your home office. Why? Other than lack of planning. Is it possible that somebody will call you on a Friday afternoon and say, can you come over on Saturday afternoon? That's the most head shakes I've gotten today from you guys. So be prepared. Because if, if you're not, you're going to show up with not your full arsenal of content. Why have you not sat down and done a brag book, right? Or even, again, these small, in fact, quite honestly, where'd it go? I really like these little four by four, these five by fives. I think these are great. And we just started doing these, right? These, um, I think they're easy to, to carry. They, they're, you know, not as expensive to update, right? If you've got changes, you can make changes and reprint. Why would we not have those? Johnny, why would you not have that? You you got a evoker film, dude. Are you firing that baby up? All right. Right. That's why um, sending this stuff out in advance allows them to consume your success before you get there, and you don't have to talk about yourself. Right? Yeah. Um, I have a question on something that wasn't in this, but literally just popped up. And I, I did the training for Realtor yesterday. For what? Realtor. Has anyone else done that? So it is the new program where it's not really high buying, but it's a mortgage and a cash offer. So you go in, and the cap is 525 except for like more expensive markets. Yep. But you go to your CMA presentation with a cash offer for their house. Yeah. The only problem with why we haven't really pushed it because it doesn't 
allow for condos or new construction. Right. You know what I mean? So, okay. So if it becomes, you know, we'll train it when we think it's going to have some relevance, but it you does know. have the mortgage component though. I think it does have condos, the mortgage component of it. So if they're selling to buy. We'll, we'll get into that. I mean, I, I know nothing about it enough to train on it today. So, but as it becomes, a lot of times there's going to be these test pilots with small property, you know, property types, which is what they told us. And then once they get work the kinks out, but um, anything else? Yes. Hi, JG. JFG. <laughs> make a good exactly Anytime you go into any meeting, um, Judy uh, brought up a great uh, point. Even if it's in a buyer consultation, when you sit down at that table and you've done your tour or you're sitting down to talk about what kind of home they want to buy, the best question that you can ask is, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Seller or Mr. or Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, before I get started, what, what are you hoping to learn today? What are you wanting to make sure that I cover today? What's most important to you? And that what that does is they will then tell you, answer that question. And, and Judy, thanks for bringing that up. What they're doing is they're basically creating the agenda for your meeting, right? And like, like Judy said, storytelling is, you know, the more experience you have, the more ability that your, you know, case studies that you're going to be able to sell, like what you, what you did to get somebody from point A to point B and help them solve the same problem that your seller or buyer is in right now right and so that's what judy's talking about is the whole the whole value of storytelling to me that's so natural because that's all all i do all the time is tell stories right um but that's what that's what sales is is showing someone how you're going to take your product or your service and help them get from point a to point b and how you've helped others do the same right Nadler, what'd you learn today? Uh, that you're still the best.
Yeah. 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 Well, and what we're that same approach that we're talking about, we're we're winning and beating out our competition on 400 unit condo developments doing the same thing. So this is a proven model, whether it's a, you know, a three hundred thousand dollar condo or it's a, you know, three hundred million dollar sellout. Right. Like so it doesn't matter the brand um, for a sophisticated buyer and someone who understands marketing, um, the brand wins. The brand, you've got to be able to show your ability to use it, okay? Um, I always loved Ty Stockton's story when he was, when he came and I think it was about two years ago, 2017, he's the number one agent in Vail, nine years running, right? He sold 70 million in July. Um, and what he'll tell you what he says about the brand is he does that calculation on a, you know, on a $5 million home. He'll say, I'm going to put, I'm investing that 6% times 5 million into the property. I am with this brand for a reason, right? And it shows that you're extra committed to their, to their listing that someone else might not be, Right. Any other questions? Mary, what'd you get out of today? Well, I love that little tidbit. Right there. That little tidbit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Use it. So you're, you're, you're paying it, right? Right. Okay, come on. You know, here's the thing. 90% of this room does not have one. Yeah. Okay, so don't feel bad about that. My point is this. Go get one. Get your get your order in. Um, the marketing department's gonna love me upstairs when thirty people roll up there. And all of a sudden, they're gonna like, I want that five by five one. You know the one Jim talked about. Marines over here laughing too. She's like, Oh my god. She's like, I'm gonna race out of here and get in line. <laughs> right? Who did I interrupt you? I did, didn't I? No, no, Why not? Have you taken the time to really just? We got 20 minutes. You gotta, you gotta fill in, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think I understand that conversation. Yeah, and I think that's honestly the case for a lot of people. But the point is, there's so much content. Don't worry about all of it. Just learn three things that you can, you can say, this is it, right? This is, this is a differentiating factor for me, and this is why I hang my license. Is why I love this brand. Okay. Chloe. Um, for your personal marketing, would you include have marketing print out uh, samples of like, your social posts? No, I would say in the email, I would give them your links to your sites and let them, they're probably going there anyway, Chloe. I'm telling you, the highest impact, low cost thing you need to be doing right now is taking a look at the people that are doing social media well, compare it to yours. Okay, cost you nothing. Get some good photography. Um, you should be doing personally three to four lifestyle photo sessions of yourself a year at three to four hundred bucks each. Drop on, drop that. Con Let's start with two. Okay, but when you get more advanced, get 
oh, you know, get some personal photography. People are hiring you. They want to see you out in the marketplace, right? They want to see you having success. This is all, this is, I could go into this and this is a whole personal branding course, which is if you look at the schedule, I think is one of those coming up. So I'm not going to go too much into that. It is? Which day? Okay. I think it's in December sometime. But I could, I could spend hours on, on that and the importance of personal branding. But all of that ties into when they, when you get sat down in there at their dining room table and you're doing the listing presentation, you want to, here, you ready? Here's what I want you to walk out with. Dave Nadler, remember this, okay? When you walk out, uh, when you walk into the living room, you want them to already be sold on you, okay? Now, if you show up and you've done nothing, you've done no personal branding, and you've done no emailing beforehand, and you say, I'm here, let's go over that. They're going to be like, all right, dude, like, I get you, but I know it's cool, but that's way too much. And no. That's what, you know what we call that? The thump factor. The blue box has thump factor, right? They may not even look at it. They may go through it. They'll probably look at your email and your social way more than that, but it's cool, right? They put a little gold ribbon on it. Kaplan, you fired up? I can tell, man. You're like, like, let's let's get somebody in front of me, man. I want to go do a listening presentation. Yeah. Let me let me let me ask you another thing too, okay? If you're prepared and you walk in and you're a pro and you've got if you're marketing yourself well, they see you online. It's like man, that that agent is got it down, right? If they can market themselves like that, they can what? Market my home, right? But if you're not, if you don't have any presence anywhere, they're gonna they're gonna and they hire you. What are they gonna try to to um, What's the reason they're going to hire you and try to uh, to get out of you? Lower rate. Because all they want, you know, in that case, they're like, hey, man, you could put it on the MLS and put a sign in the yard. Great. But a really, the true marketing professionals, if you don't feel you're a marketing professional, make that your goal in 2020. Okay? What can I do to become a marketing professional in 2020? Do you know that if you get 6% on your listings, you can do 40% fewer deals and make the same amount of money? And you know what most people do when they walk into a listing and they go over the listing presentation? And in some cases, they strike out the, five, the, the six and put the five before they even walk in. Right? Not everybody, but that they, they've already negotiated against themselves because they... But we have agents that are getting six consistently and um, are maybe selling less inventory, right? But they're making more money than somebody that's doing five million more than that. And what's the goal for you personally at the end of the year? 
what's the true scorecard for a lot of you? What's on your 1099, right? There's no better brand to get 6% than what you're with right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We have we have a seven, yeah. Yeah. Maria, what did you what did you, you what did you get out of today? Yeah. How is Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything else, everything else, everything else, everything else, well, here, here's the th here's here's the thing with that, Maria, is that I could on take flight I could teach that 12 weeks at two hours, but what I notice at about week five, people's eyes are rolling in the back of their head. They're like, Jim, stop! I can't take any more content. I'm already so far behind on all the other stuff that you're talking to me about. That's why I do mastery, okay? So I can go into great detail, like on content like this, right? So you can get it, but uh, take flight is the basic foundations of what you can what you can be good on. Anybody else before I hit stop on rec on the recording? I'll stick around for a little while. Yes, and I'll come back here. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that was powerful, and then I do I did get a little brag book, and I've been using it a lot. It's great. So That's I awesome. Highly encourage you. Okay. One thing I will tell you is that all of our friends within the brand will tell you that at year number ten, you don't even have to talk about much talk about the brand anymore. It is so prevalent. They'll you'll start hearing what you just heard. So in February of of 2011, so 2021 will be ten years. You can see it you can kind of see it happening, right? Um, so yeah, but you know, learn the brand so you can talk about it. Um, but like Chloe said, here's, I'm paying the six and here's why, right? I'm paying the six, here's why. You got a question? Yep, for sure. All right, team. Well, hey, listen, thank you for coming. I, I did record it, so I'll pop it on the Facebook page, and and uh, I'll be around for a little while if you guys want to chat. Okay? Thanks. Thank you.